You can make a decent living as a software engineer, but choosing which path to take depends on your specific interests and skill set. In today's episode, we are going to break down some of the different roles you can do as you try to break into tech. Hi, everybody. It's Samantha and Sydney, and we're back with another episode that you don't want to miss on the Deeper Than Tech podcast, where we talk about how to grow your career in an industry that was not designed with us in mind. We'll dive deep into this topic because it's juicy today. But before that, make sure you go and like this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, we're everywhere. And make sure you share it with a friend. So Sydney, we're going to break down the difference between a front-end developer, a back-end developer, and a full-stack developer. Can you explain what a front-end developer is? So a front-end developer is specifically going to be looking at the UI, the user interface, how the structure of the UI for a particular user is going to work, potentially how you can better make it optimized, and make sure that it is functional for aesthetic purposes as well as functional purposes going forward. So you have a ton of languages that help support this. JavaScript is going to be one of the bigger ones that you'll hear about all the time. The JavaScript engine is very widely used for a lot of the technologies that we have now. So yeah, that's the summary. (laughs) That's a great summary. (laughs) Front end. (laughs) Front end work. I like to describe front end is like when people ask me, I'm like, simple terms. When you log into a website and you see things, pretty much I can build that. (laughs) I love that. I I got that. (laughs) (laughs) So what is a back end developer? Oh my gosh. A back end developer, I think is primarily focused on like how things work kind of under the hood. So you're writing code that focuses on the logic and how you're potentially processing data, like trying to make sure that you're understanding the relationship between like a server that's going to house some of that data, maybe the application that might potentially like process it, store it, make sure that you're able to manipulate it, edit it, as well as making sure that you're involved with writing APIs, maybe maintaining them, that all houses all of the like big functionality of that data going back and forth to be like edited, processed, used, stored, whatever. I love that. Yeah, mostly just making sure data, <laughs> collecting people's data, entering people's data in the database, grabbing that data, sending it back to the front end. You're like the data manager <laughs> in a way. Full stack development. Full stack development is the nice relationship between the two. So you are understanding the fundamentals of how you might want to display stuff for the users on the UI. And then you're also understanding the relationship between what you're doing with the API to either house that data that you're getting from a user to send it back to the server to either get processed, saved, manipulated, whatever, and then potentially like putting that back through the API to get processed somehow to then make sure that you're able to display that to the user again. So you you have like an intersection between knowing functionally what is going on with those servers, with that API on the back end to how that might be displayed to a user on a website on the front end. Okay. So is there a specific skill set that you need for each role or can they overlap with each other? How does that work? So you 
definitely are going to have some overlap depending on the programming language that you decide to use. Say with JavaScript, that one is very synonymous with being able to do some really cool functionalities and some nice like animations and things like on the front end for that's very it. pleasing to the eye. I love no, animations. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then so also fun. you are able to use different extensions and libraries to help service all of the data that you're collecting from somebody on the back end as well with JavaScript. So there are a couple of things that you're going to need to know on the front end individually. CSS might be a good one, making sure that you're understanding better style guides, accessibility things to make sure that people are able across the board to be able to see all of your work, but then also make sure that you're able to process this on tinier screens now because a lot of websites are processed through people's phones now. But also on the back end, a lot of that stuff is going to be where you're needing to understand how you are able to access APIs, how you are able to go back and forth with that data, potentially how you might connect to a server going forward with like processing that data with that uh, uh, the function of the API and what that relationship is to the server and there are different programming languages that are going to be stronger and much more recommended to do on the back end and then you have of course languages that are going to be more useful for the front end html and css for example so yeah yeah so those are some big insights to get with that yeah, those are perfect insights, especially like you mentioned how we can cross over back and forth. Like I think JavaScript is great for that because you can use it on the front end and the back end. A lot of people don't know this, but JavaScript is like the only language you can use on the front end to make things look cool. Just saying, hey. I'm not biased <laughs> or anything, but like, but I can also do things right? in the back end. <laughs> so Love it. Yes. In another episode, a previous episode, season two, actually, we talked about T-shaped skills. Can... T-shaped skills are when you know a lot about everything, just but a little bit, just a little bit about everything, and then a lot about something just down, down the line. So can a full stack developer still achieve that? I think so. And more than anything, like I think that that's very important to understand that relationship because you're doing so much kind of in between the front end and back end, like to be a little bit more understanding and be more of a full stack developer. I don't necessarily think that you need to be an expert in both things, but there is going to be a preference, I feel, there's going to be a preference in which one that you prefer to work in. So like, for instance, I'm a full stack developer, but a lot of the stuff that I like to do is more on the front end because I like the satisfaction that I get that like something is like physically working, like I can see it, it is material. So for me, I know that I can use a lot more of my skills to like render components with, with React and things through TypeScript, but I still need to have a little bit more of that knowledge as I'm spreading outward to understand, okay, so like how can I use TypeScript a little bit better to understand like what is needing to go on for this relationship with the API, with the server, and things and so that's going to be necessary to to have that need for expanding your t-shape going forward you don't have to like 
be an expert in any of that stuff but you're you're going to need to feel not necessarily excited but like inspired to dig a lot deeper into one or the other or both i 100 percent agree with that so i wouldn't say you have t-shaped skills i would say please bear with me like a pie symbol like, you know how it has a line across and then one's like really long yeah. and then one's kind of like a little limpy? I... <laughs> <laughs> that is yes. what a full stack developer is. So it's limping a little bit. Yeah. Yes. I love it. So like you like you focus more like one stack like because you kind of enjoy it, but you know a lot still about the other side of the stack. Like for me, I am a friend and developer. I could say I was full stack, but I don't want to because I know some <laughs> stuff in the back end. <laughs> but, you know, you have to, like, still be very strong at what you like and then still know a lot in something else. You'll As you grow your career, you kind of figure that out. So for the most part, code newbies don't know where to start. With the front end or the back end, what would be the best choice to start with? See... I I get this question all the time and I I don't think that people love the answer because this isn't like a direct answer for people. I don't think that it necessarily matters where you start. If you prefer math, you like you're like a detective, you like solving different types of problems, you like puzzles, you like putting things together or like taking them apart to kind of like see how they work try the back end. Try and like play around with different APIs out there. There are so many different open source APIs. Pokemon has one. Just like I'm thinking off the top of my head, like all the random like ones that you like, you can probably Google it and you will find it. You gotta uh, catch to, them all. To, like how, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Uh, but if you like more of like the design, you like how things look, the experience of it, like as a user, when you're doing a website try front end you know like you like animations try css try 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 <laughs> just like try different things and see if you have kind of a gut reaction like oh i don't like this or oh i actually like this and see what happens because there's so many again resources that are out there for you to see which one that you might like and which one you don't like and so it's going to take a while to kind of like get that practice and get your feet wet but why not it's out there all of it <laughs> so i don't have a good answer for you but as long as you like try something then you're not gonna lose it it's two paths one way or the other which one yes exactly so for me my first programming language was not javascript believe it or not i love javascript but it was actually ruby i could not stand Ruby. I did not get it. I did not understand it. It was just not for me. This is when like Ruby was really on the high high, like when Cody boot, Cody and boot camps were like Ruby, 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 Ruby. But for me, I was like, nah, I don't understand it. So then I know that I'm a, more of like a designer, more visual person. So when I started learning about JavaScript, it was a lot easier for me to understand because I could literally see like a ball moving across the screen. Like it made more sense. So it's important to like figure out what resonates with you because like either way is fine. If you're really like, I don't care what side of the stack, I would look at what jobs are hiring right now and see like what has the most jobs and try to go for that. That would be a good place to start. So talking about jobs, is there like, does a front end developer or a back end developer offer more like long-term career potential? 
Or should you just go for a full stack? Wow. Honestly, I think that if you go full stack, you do run the risk of being responsible for like knowing everything. And when I mean everything, like different DevOpsy stuff, how to maintenance the database, how to make sure that you're able to write and maintain the API. Maybe you're doing animations and stuff. And so like I would err on the side of caution of like being an outright full stack developer as you're like going right out the gate. It might be a little bit better to try and be good at one specific thing you get into your career and then you start kind of expanding outward so like for me i had technically started off as a back-end developer in java and i didn't really love that and so again i was trained in javascript and so i liked more of the front end stuff better so like i was kind of moving back and forth experimenting which one i liked and so i found a happy middle ground in my current job as a full stack developer so i'm able to write more stuff on the front end as i like but i'm still able to learn on like what is going on on the back end now as i'm looking into typescript and things and so that's a nice better balance for me but you can't necessarily say that like one is going to be like doing better than the other especially with all of these different jobs out here that are requiring different programming languages in different regions as well. And so I feel like you're kind of scattering potentially your strengths if you try like full stack, like full on first. Like if you're going to do anything, like try and be an expert and at least like slightly like one or the other and then start to kind of expand out and see like what you might like on the opposite side. Does that make sense? <laughs> it definitely does. I think this might be a saying where it's like, if you're good at everything, you're not good at anything. Like if yeah. you try to like do too much here and there, but you're like, you're correct that as you progress in your career, your interests are going to change. Like right now I'm like, well, not right now. Three months ago, I was like, JavaScript, JavaScript, JavaScript. I'm not doing any backend work. You can't get me to do that. Three months later, oh, I'm kind of open to backend development. Yeah, so you exactly. just never know. And a lot of people actually switch careers as they switch jobs. So like this job, they'll do front end, this job, they'll do back end. So they keep switching. So there is no like, you can't be full stack, you can't be front end, you can't be back end. It really doesn't matter. You'll find your way as your career progress. So how can you become an expert in these fields? Ooh, so there's going to be a lot of learning involved. And I think that I don't know. I, I think that it is going to be a personal preference on like how you decide that you want to learn. But I'm always going to say that learning in public is always going to make you some type of expert because you're going to understand the experiences of other people and know what potentially you might want to learn in terms of the trends, maybe potentially like creating more things with that particular trend going forward, potentially experimenting more with some of the projects that you might do as well, reading more books, reading more blog posts, finally getting your foot in the water in, in terms of your opinions and things to become an expert, kind of coming to your own conclusions about those experimentations that you've done and making sure that you have a lot of that recording 
reported down in some type of way as well. If that is in professional projects, if that is in your portfolio, if you are going to like communities and talking about it and things, if you can. I think that there's kind of a, a loaded meaning to expert because we're not we're not experts in anything. Like there, there's always going to be something else to learn in terms of tech. So learn as much as you can, experiment as much as you can, be as playful as you can with it uh, if you are able to, because that is going to help you absorb more of the stuff that you want to learn and then potentially be able to break that down and maybe teach it to others as well. So if if anything, I think like having to be seen as an expert, if you want to be seen as like the, the technical term of an expert, learn as much as you can and then like try and teach it if possible. See See how you're able to experiment, not necessarily mentoring, but like being able to have people kind of like understand your process of like figuring out how things are like working, how these components are working, how these different APIs are working, different things like that. Yeah. I don't think I want to be an expert. <laughs> I think that's like too much, too much pressure. I think we could be good at what we do. I just don't want to be an expert because then you're like limiting yourself to like learn other things, see other perspectives. Cause you're like, I'm right. You're wrong. No, like I got schooled the other day by an entry level developer. Great. I was like, thanks for teaching me that. Cause, but if I was an expert, I probably would just like get off me, <laughs> but I didn't do that. So like, I don't know. I, I think expert is, is a hard thing. Cause if you silo yourself into like that, that track, you're not going to expand to other areas. And again, like why just, there's too much to be going on to be like expert, like that again, a loaded word, because that means that you're going to have to learn every single thing about this particular concept. And that's infinite. And we have a finite time here. So <laughs> let me not do that and like stress myself out to be like, oh, I know like every single inch of CSS and I can tell you exactly what you need to do all the time when it comes to like, what is it? Flexbox and what, Google it. Google it because there are so many people out there that have those type of resources. I don't want to memorize that. So, nah. mm -mm. So if you're an entry level developer right now, listen to us right now. Don't have to be an expert. Just know what you know and keep it pushing. <laughs> so thank y'all so much. Again, you're back at it. Listening to the Deeper Than Tech podcast. Make sure you go Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, everywhere you can listen to podcasts. And that's it. Bye.